Thank you all for tuning in to the Your Edge podcast. I'm Therese Van Ryn, Global PR Director for Zebra Technologies, and I have Mike Zachman here with me today to talk about some of the greatest security challenges organizations face today as we kick off Cybersecurity Month. Mike serves as the Chief Security Officer for Zebra and spends his days identifying the many different types of security threats posed by internal and external sources, as well as developing both software and strategies to help prevent and defend against those threats. I've asked Mike to join us again today on the Your Edge podcast to provide a security update. Thanks for speaking with us today, Mike. Thank you for having me, Therese. Always happy to do this. Excellent. Thank you so much. Mike, last time we were together, you spoke extensively about the evolving nature of enterprise security. Then COVID-19 came along and introduced a whole new set of data security and privacy challenges with technology utilization skyrocketing overnight to facilitate safe, socially distant transactions and workflows. What do you think are some of the top considerations every organization should be thinking about when it comes to enterprise security right now? That's a great question because Really, as you mentioned, worker safety is paramount with COVID-19 and, and all sorts of new ways of working um, have come out of that. So uh, items like contact tracing, social distancing, et cetera, are, are changing how we work um, and, and where we work. The companies are dealing with this explosion in new modes of business like mm-hmm. buy online, pick up in store. I mean, I, I used to never do that and now I do that all the time. So these changes are bringing security considerations along with them. So as an example, many companies, the number of remote workers that are actually conducting business, but they're now outside the company network, they're working from home and they're doing this for extended periods of time. And these numbers of of workers has exploded due to COVID. So when you're working outside of the company network, it brings security challenges. For example, do we know that all the security controls that exist on the company network, like firewalls, intrusion detection and prevention systems, uh, patching and scanning, are these happening for people when they're working at home? How do we quickly push those patches and updates out to large groups who aren't connected to the internal network? Um, People are using their home networks. Are they properly secured? You know, all these items, I, I think you get the idea. It's, it's, it's a complicated issue. Absolutely. So many things to think about. Are there certain verticals that you believe are more vulnerable to data breaches and other cyber crimes right now? Well, unfortunately, cyber attacks like ransomware um, are hitting just about every vertical. And the attacks are, have really only increased uh, exponentially, actually, in the months after COVID hit. Now, it's true. Some sectors are more targeted. Healthcare remains targeted for stealing personal information and ransomware. Retail and e-commerce remain targeted for credit card data. Banking, of course, remains highly targeted. But unfortunate reality here is that every vertical, every company size are being hit every day. With more computing and data being captured at the edge by Zebra devices, how does Zebra ensure top security without compromise? So Zebra really focuses on ensuring a secure by design approach. So we we shift security left in the development process to make sure that from the very beginning, we are considering designing and deploying into the product 
security controls. Now, at the same time, we know that those processes aren't perfect, so we also regularly test our products and solutions to try and find any potential issues before anyone else. And, and finally, we provide customers with documented advice through documentation and materials, uh, as well as professional services, if they so desire, to help ensure that devices are configured securely at the customer location. So if we wanna get specific though, on our Android-based products, these are updated via Zebra's OneCare service, and it includes LifeGuard for Android. This provides Android operating system security updates for up to 10 years, which helps keep the device and the data safe from new and emerging threats. In addition, we've hardened the Android operating system for enterprise use with Zebra Mobility extensions. This allows us to remote control any device within the network and gives our customers the flexibility to in install security and configuration setting both locally or remotely via their own enterprise mobility management system. And then uh, finally, the LifeGuard Analytics and Update Dashboard. It's really easy to see all your deployed devices, their current operating system levels, their current security update levels, and if there are any available updates that need to take place. All of this on a single dashboard. Another example, you may not think printers can be a source of vulnerability, but really any device connected to your network can be a risk. And printer-related security incidents are unfortunately increasing. So Zebra, we offer the broadest set of thermal printer security features and tools on the market. Mike, how has the shift to the cloud changed security? Well, in, in general, this, the cloud provides easier and quicker development and deployment of products and services. This is fantastic for overall productivity. But at the same time, it really throws a lot of challenges in the security space because the downside is that when moving so fast, it's easy to forget security because, well, you just don't have time to think about it. Mm -hmm. Now, the reality, however, is that security is even more critical in the, in the cloud because by its design, the cloud is typically more accessible to more people, and those people include cyber criminals. So what this means for security is that that speed and agility of the cloud just reinforces the need for good, solid, secure processes to make sure that security is done right and not forgotten. Right, right. How does Zebra help its customers ensure that they have configured their devices and infrastructure to securely work through the cloud. Well, as I mentioned before, you know, we, we provide documented best practice recommendations. Uh, we provide professional services. So kind of a, the consumer can um, use that information and, and for themselves. At the same time, we provide lifeguard analytics and visibility IQ dashboard. And with, with that, it's really easy to see all your deployed devices their current operating system levels, their security updates, any, any available updates that aren't deployed. And you can do all of that with a single dashboard. Now, we also do a lot of security testing before our devices ever enter the field. Once again, trying to provide our customers with a, a better feeling of trust um, that, they can, that they can rely on our devices to be secure. Now, the customers can monitor their devices through our mobility device management offerings. 
And as another example, we've got uh, a free printer security assessment wizard, which allows customers to, at their convenience, assess their own printer security risks. Got it. Blockchain is the new technology that everyone is talking about. These conversations started in cryptocurrency, but now enterprises are starting to deploy the technology for B2B, authenticating users, and ensuring privacy. Mike, are there any specific security challenges related to blockchain technology? Well, you know, oddly enough, the, the strong, very strong security that's inherent in blockchain technologies makes it challenging for privacy considerations. Uh, you know, for, so if, if you put personal information into the blockchain, you, you can't erase it. I mean, that, that's how secure it is. So when there are laws like GDPR, which give consumers the right to be forgotten, in which case companies are required to delete data about the customer, that's a, that offers a unique challenge to blockchain-based applications. Now, these challenges can be managed. Um, you know, for example, personal data could be encrypted within the blockchain, and then you use a key that's maintained by the application outside the blockchain to read that encrypted data. Then if the personal data needs to be forgotten or deleted, the external key can be destroyed, thus making that personal data in the blockchain unreadable or the equivalent of deleted. So for me, it just, it reinforces that privacy by design and security by design concepts must be applied even when working with very secure technologies like blockchain. Mm -hmm. What expectations does the industry have when it comes to product security related to ongoing digital transformation and even future global crises? Well, to me, it's clear that there's, there's a continued elevating expectation for increased privacy and increased security in today and tomorrow's technology solutions. Digital transformations, if, as, as you've mentioned, are, are driving this this data out into more and more people's hands. Uh, it's sweeping through industries. It involves complex ecosystems of devices and numerous third parties. There's, there's this growing expectation that each of these players is doing their part with regards to security. You know, so in essence, if I don't trust your product, I'm not gonna allow it to be added into my digital transformation, into that ecosystem of solutions that makes up that digital transformation. At the same time, people are also expecting technology to help solve crises like COVID. A great example is Zebra's MotionWorks proximity solution that helps support safer work environments and contact tracing. So Zebra continues to prove our ability to step up and provide secure solutions and be that trusted partner with our customers. That's right. Mike, does Zebra approach product security from a global or a regional perspective? And does the approach to product security vary from region to region? Well, we absolutely approach this from a global perspective. Just as today's cyber threats are global in nature, our security approach has to be global in nature. Now, don't get me wrong, at the same time, the, that approach is flexible enough to address unique regional requirements. One of the biggest areas where we see these regional differences and requirements is privacy, as I mentioned before. So it's very much a global perspective, but with regional flexibility. Mm -hmm. 
Last question for you, Mike. Do you believe there should be a greater public and private collaboration when it comes to cybersecurity or even greater collaboration between private sector companies? Absolutely. Now, to be clear, there is already very good collaboration between public and private sectors. You know, for example, here in the U.S., the Department of Homeland Security has, I think it's 21 different industry-focused, they're called ISACs, Information Sharing and Analysis Centers. The Retail ISAC is one, Healthcare ISAC is another. These are very good collaborative um, public-private uh, coordination groups. There are also many great collaboration groups just among private sector companies. In fact, it's really not uncommon for competitors to work together on cybersecurity issues. However, we can always be doing more. You know, the bad guys have become very good at collaborating and sharing. You'll hear the term the dark web. They, they use technology very effectively to collaborate amongst themselves. We always have to be striving to do even better. That's great advice, Mike, and this has been a great conversation. Thank you so much for helping us kick off Cybersecurity Month. I'm sure your insights will be great conversation starters for our listeners to use with their leadership and IT teams. So thank you, Mike. Oh, it's been my pleasure, especially now during uh, Cybersecurity Awareness Month here in October. Exactly. And thank you to our audience for tuning in to today's episode of the Your Edge podcast. If you missed our last conversation with Mike and want to hear some of the other advice he shared with us, I encourage you to visit the Your Edge blog located on Zebra's website. You can also sub subscribe to both the podcast and the Your Edge blog for bi-weekly email roundups of our latest discussions. I'm Therese Van Ryn, signing off until next time.